That's a, that's the point of a gift. Yeah. It's supposed to be for them. Yeah, something that you, you want and like. <laughs> right. Yeah. I want this. I want you to enjoy this for you to enjoy it, mm. not like a test that says, "Look at me and how cool I am." Yeah. <laughs> Look at this weird ass gift that I got you. I have yeah. to explain it to you, and then at the end of the night, you should just say to that person, "Do you just want this gift?" <laughs> I'll tell you what. For your for my Christmas gift to you, just take your fucking gift back, <laughs> and you have it because clearly you bought for me what you want for yourself. <laughs> You selfish piece of shit. Yeah. And not to say anyone our family does that <laughs> at all. And I'm, I'm not. I'm for real. <laughs> hey, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 221 of your favorite comedy podcast for every week. Eddie and I sit down, we have fun, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh, and boy, the season is electrifying right now, Eduardo. <laughs> is it? Yes. <laughs> it is December, mid-December, and it's that time of the month where you can't totally chill because you have to do planning, mm-hmm. you're still trying to find presents, work, like a lot of jobs, I feel like the end of the year are either really laid back or they're crazy. Like, we got to get so much shit done. We got a project that's due on this date. Like, yeah. you're either running around crazy. Or if you're in the service industry, oh my God. <laughs> or the retail industry. Yeah. Like, December, you probably hate it. Oh, yeah. Worst month of the year. Quick question. So, yes. is Toys R Us year round open until midnight or later? Every oh God, night? No, I hope not. Because that's what their hours are right now. And yeah. how ridiculous is it to have to stay there until 2 a.m. at a fucking Toys R Us, dude? Yeah. And all those seasonal people, like, all of us, it's not as if Toys R Us normally has 30 people working there at once. Yeah. (laughs) These are people that may only work there for six weeks. Mm -hmm. Like, people said that I was trashing on retail people. (laughs) Well, I'm going to trash on retail people real quick. Because if that's your job, what what else are you doing the rest of the year where you have a job that you can sort of, like, quit it or put it on pause? Like, that's hardcore. And so, yeah, for six weeks, you work at Toys R Us. Mm Mm-hmm. And what? Who? Imagine if you work at Toys R Us in March. Yeah. Like what's a Toys R Us like on a March Tuesday at eight p.m.? Yeah. Like, is there one person <laughs> who is saying, "I gotta go get a toy right now"? A pedophile, maybe? <laughs> Cruising the Or it's your son's birthday the next day and you forgot. Mm-hmm. But that's not like a normal time. It's a school night. Well, parents taking their kid on a school night. <laughs> oh my to god! Toys R yeah. Us. You know what'd be pretty funny though is a place like. You could take a date there as a joke. You know, I feel like you could earn some cool, like, hey, look at me. I'm a funny, interesting guy. I could have taken you to a bar, mm-hmm. but how about I brought a flask and we're going to Toys R Us, baby. <laughs> like, this would be a montage in yeah. a, like, a Judd Apatow movie. The thing is, though, like, as an adult, Toys R Us has really lost its luster for me. Yeah. Like, I walked in and it seems way smaller than it used to be when I was a kid. Right. And it was like I could notice how dirty it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just not the same feeling I had walking through as a kid. It, now, the Toys R Us did you go to, was it the same as me, the one next to the Meadows Mall in Las Vegas? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Was, yes. Yeah. 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 That was the one. I lo- you know what I loved about that one, too, is getting a video game was like getting gold <laughs> from Fort Knox. You know, they had that like little room. Yeah. There was like the video game booth, <laughs> essentially. And now a quarter of the store is video games. Yeah. And TVs and everything. But back then, and you got that little slip of paper. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yes, that's still dude. so dope. Like yeah. when you buy a bike 
and you take that little slip of paper, because obviously they couldn't have 30 bikes in the showroom <laughs> floor, or 400 Xboxes, yeah. people would gank those. So as a kid, oh man, when you got to take that little piece of paper to buy your $20 Nintendo game, yes. and now it's kind of the same, or you have to call them over to you, like in <laughs> yeah. the area, come unlock this glass oh case God. of video games. Yeah. That's always a weird move. Yeah. Especially this time of year when there's slams. Oh my God. That's got to be so annoying. So annoying. Yeah. You think about this. You're 25 and you work at Target and some 65-year-old grandma comes in and says, I want Lego games. Do you have Lego games? And you have to say, ma'am, well, oh, what system does your grandson have? I don't know. It's a video game. I need a video. I mean, you're having to deal with those people. Yeah. Angry people. And then kids are just running around crazy town. Yeah. Nonstop. It's a stressful fucking time of year for those poor people. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. It does sound kind of exciting, though. Like, imagine for six weeks you're doing that. It would be like if you went in the military for six weeks. <laughs> Grueling. You know, you're making money. You're staying up late. You're probably drinking with people after shift. Mm -hmm. Probably getting a little bit of action. You know, I'd say if it, it's almost like a summer camp. Like, <laughs> okay. if you can fuck some of the other seasonal workers, yeah. you may never see them again. <laughs> so you're like, oh, my God, did you see that new girl down by the docks? <laughs> yeah. She's seasonal. I'm going to fuck that shit, and then I'll never see her again. <laughs> Until next summer. <laughs> Until next uh, Black Friday. <laughs> Think about it, yeah, that's, that's when it begins. Yeah. That sounds like that could be a movie, too. It's called Black Friday, and it stars a guy <laughs> who works in a department store. There's already been a Black Friday. It was just called Friday. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> that's true. It was. This is a different one. <laughs> okay. And a guy works in a department store, and he meets this new girl, probably Mila Kunis. <laughs> I don't know, like that kind of type. I can see that. And he's wondering, like, what are you doing here? Like, you know, I work here at GameStop because I love video games, mm -hmm. because I, I want to make video games, maybe. And he, this girl comes, and he's like, what are you doing? She's got a weird, mysterious backstory. <laughs> Somehow he ends up saving her life. This is a comedy. I'm, I'm liking it so far. Black Friday. <laughs> so, yeah, I got Mila Kunis. I don't know who the, the lead is. Don't say, like, Seth Rogen. Yeah. It needs to be, like, a, a more normal guy. What if also the girl's name was Friday and she was a black girl? Oh, just all this so double on so many so many levels man. get you in the writer's room yeah man and diversity in hollywood yeah that's true so there you go you can't beat that that reminds me of that sketch on a, a season of key and peel where it was like behind the scenes for gremlins 2 god turn the podcast off and google <laughs> key and peel gremlins 2 <laughs> it's one of the funniest sketches yeah ever and yeah check that out so yeah that's what we're doing right now <laughs> everything's in the picture it's in the picture it's going in the picture retail eddie the holidays it's electric and oogie boogie woogie <laughs> sorry um it's it's a crazy time of the year are you having a good time or are you stressed out where, where are you at right now um i'm a little stressed out but i'm also like there, there's a light at the end of the tunnel mm -hmm. and i'm excited about that but yeah. my wife has taken care of like all of the christmas shopping oh, god bless her. she's yeah a fucking saint but mm -hmm. uh i mean yeah a lot of shit at work and just in general we got to drive back to vegas so that's kind of right. stressing me out right but uh yeah i mean it is what it is you know what people do in november is they do that friendsgiving thing mm -hmm. and i feel like it's okay to have a friendsgiving before thanksgiving because thanksgiving as important of a holiday it is it's just eating food. Yeah. It's like a food holiday. Yeah. And you give thanks. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. We came to America and we, like, slaughtered everyone. <laughs> like, imagine, I mean, there's war and all this garbage stuff in every country, but ours is just so weird. And then we celebrate it. 
my point being, your mom's not gonna get pissed if you do Friendsgiving. Yeah. Christmas though, I feel like is a little more sacred, <laughs> and you're not supposed to do two Christmases. But you know who does two Christmases? <laughs> we do. Yes. <laughs> and so do you, because you know we live in Northern California, but all our family is in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And so once you have younger kids, you want your house to be the cool Santa house. Yeah. Santa comes to our house, not to grandma and grandma. Well, how does he find me there? It's just, it's just not right. Yeah, and you don't want to lug a bunch of presents, you know, on a trip, especially if right. you're flying with a bunch of kids. Right. So yeah, let me get this straight. I need to pack all my children's <laughs> presents somehow, fly with them, yeah, ship them with my body, let them open them, and then bring not only them back, but all the presents the relatives give. Yeah, exactly. I don't know people that would do that, and if you do, because you're so worried about upsetting someone, you got to tell them. Yeah. You got to start your own tradition at home. And maybe that means sometimes you don't even go there for Christmas. Mm -hmm. That's that's rough. Or you can do what we do. And before Eddie moved up here, we did this thing called Fieldsmas. Mm -hmm. Clearly because of fields. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't call it Fieldsmachanacha. <laughs> no, but Fieldsmas. And in my house, there's zero Christ. Like negative Christ, like they don't even know. What There's Jesus, actually uh, Satan posters. There's more way. Satan, you know, heathenism stuff going on here. No, but like it means nothing. Like my kids have zero spirituality. Mm. They don't believe in God. It's like pure science. And so Christmas is strictly about family and giving. And that's to me what we try to make Christmas about is giving. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with a fairy tale about a virgin, <laughs> you know, who got a baby thrown in her by. God it has nothing to do with that. And also celebrate those things. Like there's a huge church here mm. and you did this thing too. I saw on your Snapchat yesterday or the night before there's a humongo church here that does this huge, like mile long uh, light show thing. Yeah. We are weaving in and out of the parking lot and there's stuff flying around. There was really nothing overtly Christian though. Mm, only to you until you get to one part and they're like, uh, they, they start talking about the church. Oh, did they? Yeah, for like 10 seconds of the drive, yeah? the radio changes. Because you tune your radio oh. to a specific dial, and it yeah. plays Christmas music. Mm. But when you get to a certain section of the, the drive through light show, right. it turns into a here at blah, blah, blah. A little bit of an advertisement. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I get that. Like You right. got to do something because it's a free drive through so, Right. Yeah. It's a weird scenario, too, because you're right. It's free, and this is a church. And first of all, this church in our town, it's like on a hill. It's mm -hmm. huge. Yeah. Like, clearly, this church has a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a nice church. And then they do this pretty ostentatious, huge light show. I didn't see any sponsors. Yeah. There was no, not yeah. one thing that said, brought to you by, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Charles Jr. and Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ is actually the name of the marketing manager at Carl's Jr. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's K-E-Y-R-I-S-T. It's French. Um, no, so that, no, there's nothing. This money is coming from donations, I guess. But that's the other thing. Like nobody wants to donate anything to an event and they say it's for free, but then their name gets put in yeah. a poster or uh what am I thinking of? A, like a, you read it at a, a program, a, a program. Yeah. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> and the program, but there was none of that, but I did think it was still funny. Like, is this church doing this as like a, a thinly veiled advertisement to sort of say like, Hey, look at us. Yeah come to church because that's part of being in church is getting other people to yeah. come to church like that's an odd thing you have to always be recruiting but yeah it, it did feel but we went yeah and we didn't burn up no did not 
But I still believe in the, the our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ mm. and his birth on the May, uh, May <laughs> December 25th. <laughs> well, maybe it's really May. Is that I, what they teach you in Catholic school? I think it's like December like 13th or something like that. Oh, it's earlier it? in December, I think. Yeah. But I'm not positive. I don't really remember. And all that all that good Catholic learning you did, it didn't, it didn't stick. It didn't. But like around this time of the year, I kind of get an itch to like go to midnight mass. Yeah. Just because I love the feeling. Because we would go, like my family would go to midnight mass. And then after we got to go home and open presents. That What? In, one in the morning? At one in the morning. You yeah. started your Christmas at one in the morning. Uh, opening presents, yeah, because okay, that was what? like an end of the night thing. Like you open all your presents, you admire them, then you go to bed, and then Whoa. you wake up and play with them. Whoa! Yeah, that's how we do it, man. That is like some hardcore teasing. Yeah, here's open up all your cool new toys <laughs> and now go sleep for three or four hours. Basically, yeah. How could you go to sleep knowing all those toys are down there waiting for you? A lot of times you didn't. You just waited for the morning. Why couldn't your dad and mom just say go home, go to sleep? And in the morning, you open everything. Like, that's, I think, what probably most people do, right? <laughs> probably, but, I mean, it's it's kind of different in my household. Well, I, I appreciate that, though. <laughs> I mean, different is fun. Yeah. But I'm just imagining poor little Eddie at, like, 8 or 9 or 10, <laughs> and it's 1 in the morning. You're just barely, I mean, you're not like a, a grown-up who's had coffee all day. Yeah. Your dad, you know, has had, like, 48 shots of Remy, <laughs> and it's 2 in the, or not. I mean, he, had, he did have to go to church. You can't go to a midnight mass fucked up. No, see, that's what's funny. Like, most of the uncles would stay behind and continue drinking, waiting yeah. for everyone to come back. So that's so what like, you do. You start the party. Start the and party. And then they go to church, mm -hmm. and then you kind of come back and party, or at least yeah. do your thing. Yeah. All right. I've changed my whole mind <laughs> on this whole thing. I didn't think about it as a pre and post party. Oh, yeah. Like, the party starts at, like, 6 p.m. Right. You know. Getting after it. Getting after it, and then get ready to go to church. You're there. Come mm -hmm. back. Huge, like, present opening. And we don't do, like, one-by-one one openings. Yeah. It's everyone passes out their gifts. We, yeah. So there's just piles of gifts in front of us. And then they go, go. And it's just a frenzy of wow. wrapping paper. I and like everyone's, that. And it's just loud. And everyone just passes, like, look what I got. And all this stuff. Make I'm sure you say this. thank you. And it's over in probably 20 minutes. Yeah. And then there's, like, always a drunk uncle handing out extra 20s to, like, the kids. He's like, wow. I didn't have envelopes, but here's 20 bucks. Right. And you're like, oh, Uncle Steve. That's so <laughs> Uncle Steve. Or, like, Uncle, uh, uncle Jepong or something like that. <laughs> But people look forward to Uncle Jep. What do you say? <laughs> Jepong. That's my cousin. Jepong. You look forward to him. And yes. it's every year he's like, and he knows it too. Oh, yeah. Like he kind of probably forgets that. and Because it, it, that's what it's all about is your traditions. Yeah. And you get to see that weird uncle or that goofy cousin once a year. And, and it's fun. Yeah. And it's fun. Fields miss. Yeah. Is where we got <laughs> on this. Yes, the church advertises, whatever. But Fields miss is essentially what we do. Oh, you know, no, no, no. I you know I, was gonna, I wanted to ask you a question about your feeding frenzy. Mm -hmm. Feeding frenzy. See, and now when you come over to our house or our mother-in-law or whatever, mm -hmm. it's like open one gift. Yeah. And everyone looks at you. <laughs> and like, I hate opening gifts and people looking at me. Yes. Like, I feel like let's go on stage and talk about dicks. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Like, that's natural yeah. and fun. But when I have to sort of like act, <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> acting at that and you open it up and what if you don't like it yeah and if, if your wife or significant other you can probably even in the moment i'd be like this is great yeah i like this <laughs> and my wife's all you fucking hate it like she can <laughs> she knows every face i make when i'm telling a lie i don't have a clue about her <laughs> i think a woman's face just you can never tell yeah when they're lying especially a good wife lie like that <laughs> like if you give your wife something and she hates it and see my wife would never not hold back 
What yeah. about Kristen? What if you made something for Kristen and or bought something and it was just wrong? Would she tell you? Uh, I, I think she would tell me like in a nice way. She'd right, be like, sure. Oh, like I'm, I understand why you got this for me. I just, I'm not right. really into it. Right. So this is not my, my I'm thing. I'm just going to return it. <laughs> I'm okay with that too. Yeah. That's fine. I want, that's, a, that's the point of a gift. It's yeah. supposed to be for them. Yeah. Something that you, you want and like. <laughs> right. Yeah. I want this, I want you to enjoy this for you to enjoy it. Mm. Not like a test that says, Look at me and how cool I am. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this weird ass gift that I got you. I have yeah. to explain it to you. And then at the end of the night, you should just say to that person, do you just want this gift? <laughs> I'll tell you what, for your, for my Christmas gift to you, just take your fucking gift back <laughs> and you have it because clearly you bought for me what you want for yourself, <laughs> you selfish piece of shit. Yeah. And not to say anyone our family does that <laughs> at all. And I'm, I'm not for us, <laughs> but uh, yeah, don't, uh, don't be hard on yourself. So yeah, you do one by one mm-hmm. in our house and you look at it and you look down and you look up. But then sometimes that is nice moment where if it is something special. Yeah. Like something truly heartfelt or an amazing gift. And and then yes, everyone gets to enjoy that instead of the frenzy. But I like this frenzy. Yeah. Notion. It's exciting. It's the like like you were saying, it's electric. It is. Yeah. It sounds so. electric. Fieldsmiss. Yes. Back to Fieldsmiss. And so before you move it up here. Fieldsmas, it's the weekend before Christmas, and that's what we do. I give my gifts to my wife. Mm-hmm. We give the gifts to the kids. This is the whole want, need, wear, read. Mm-hmm. And then my kids get one present from Santa. One present. As they should. Just one <laughs> present. And I'm a huge advocate of this. To any of my friends listening with children, if it's not too late, you, motherfucking Santa <laughs> gives you one present. Yeah. And the rest of the credit goes to you. And we've talked about this. Your parents never even tried <laughs> to put that shit on Santa. Um, but I did think about something that I never thought about. In some houses, it's only Santa. So if you believe in Santa and you go to school, which that time period is very short. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's first, second, third grade. After that, I think everyone knows Santa's not real. Yeah. So we're not talking about, oh my gosh, for eight years in school, you had to live this lie. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of kids, Santa may give them nothing. Santa may give other kids a lot of things. And I read this thing on Facebook and it was like, you know, you really should uh, only give one kid uh, one present to Santa because what about the kids that get no presents from Santa? You know, they're going to think Santa is favoring your kid over their kid (laughs) because why would Santa give Timmy 10 presents, mommy, and Santa only got us one present? What? Yes. And so it was urging people. This is just like on, on, I don't know, like a, what's a holiday, like a fake holiday Oh, April Fool's. Okay. On April Fool's, classic thousand-year-old joke is pretend you're pregnant. Yeah. I mean, that is like meat and potato prank mm-hmm. that significant others pull on each other. Well, not the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pregnant, babe. <laughs> I got another girl pregnant. Yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, that'd be funny. He pulls out like a piss stick and it's pregnant. <laughs> and the girl's like, um, that's not mine. Oh, snap. <laughs> All right, whatever. So <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that. Um, Fields miss. Fields miss. Where was I going with that? I was on a, a roll here. Fields miss. One gift, Santa. Santa. Oh, okay, okay. Mother's April Fool's Day. Yes. Okay, so people are, all, I read this thing once on Facebook that said, it's really insensitive to pretend to have a pregnancy. There's a lot of women out there struggling. And they can't have a baby. And when they see you on Facebook pretending <laughs> to have a baby and then having like a fake abortion, 
and you know talking about the abortion like you posted all those abortion pictures <laughs> claiming they were your own i think you took the joke too far julie no no one does that god damn it julie <laughs> by the end of the day you come clean but seriously people were saying it's very insensitive and to these poor women that can't have a baby how dare you pretend you can it's a joke to you wow so those people and the same people mad about Santa Claus. But in my house, I just want it. And then it's kind of special. Santa gives them one big thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's what Fieldsmas is. And then I, I'm happy to celebrate another Christmas the next week. Yeah. This is the whole point of this whole story. Yeah. Is to say, you can't have enough of a good thing. Oh, no. In this month. Let's have 10 Christmases. <laughs> I read a children's book once to my kids. And that's what the premise was. Christmas Every Day. And it was one of these stupid books that masquerades itself as like cool mm-hmm. and then it has like a, a, a what's it called like a a lesson in okay it. and the lesson was like you know celebrate christmas every day and it's not special anymore and then the kid in the story was hated christmas and was disgusted with christmas and i don't know christmas is in your heart horse shit whatever <laughs> ends up happening in the end you know god forbid a kid just reads a funny book <laughs> Christmas is in your heart, horseshit. <laughs> Goddamn horseshit, man. Well, maybe that's why people like Adventure Time, because as a cartoon, it has no point. Yeah. It's just not trying to teach kids something. Um, I, I mean, I feel like some episodes okay, are kind heartfelt of... Heartfelt stuff, yeah, like yeah. friendship stuff. Yeah, that's but, true. Well, you know, I take it back, yeah. It's just like every dumb story. It's fucking horseshit. It's horseshit here. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, you know, I need to do a correction okay. on the show. Last week, I said... Brian from Baltimore made our question song. It's not this guy named David. Okay. And I wanted to put that out there. You motherfucker. I forgot. I, I had bald Brian. Bald Brian. Um, <laughs> I had Brian from Baltimore on my mind, and it came out. Okay. So uh, shout out to David for doing that. Um, somebody wrote in. It might have been Amanda Hug and Kiss with a, a story that okay. I thought was worth sharing. And it was a story about this girl, maybe you heard it, who was selling her virginity. Did you hear about this? Is this like a while ago? It was like, I think a year ago. Not too long ago though. Okay. At least this one. Maybe this has happened in the news before. It did sound vaguely familiar. Yeah, okay. So I I read the article and got some of the details and the details are are what's crazy here. So this girl, her house burned down and that's why she wants to do it. So she's coming at this whole thing saying, I'm not just some whore trying to make money, (laughs) but my house burned down. My parents have no money. We didn't have any insurance. And they, I think they even had to live like in their burned out house for a minute. What? Right? Your insurance is so bad and you have, I guess, no relatives around that your fucking house burns down. Yeah. And they had to live out. Now, I don't know what kind we're talking about. If it was like <laughs> one room blew out. But she made it sound like the entire house was devastated, which is what led her to have to sell her virginity. Okay. But then the article says they had to live in this house too. But like no <laughs> walls, like no roof. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Terrible situation. And so she wants to sell it, and she's not just selling it, but she's having an auction okay. for it. And at the time of the writing, it was up to 400 grand. So how does she prove she's a virgin? Great question. <laughs> I mean, there can't be a hymen test, yeah. I guess, because even then, I don't know, maybe a lie detector test? I mean, she's 20, so it's not like, I, I don't know, and she was pretty good looking. Okay. I'm not to say that she has and she's a liar, but you're totally right. Like, where's my certificate of authenticity? (laughs) I don't want to buy the merchandise unless I know it's real. Yeah, exactly. Well, so here's the thing. She moves to Nevada County. Okay. Because in Nevada, and this is the law, this is crazy. It's in Nevada, if if any county in Nevada with a population below 700,000 people 
can have a brothel. Okay. And as of 2015, 19 brothels were open in whorehouses, cat houses. Yes. In in Nevada. But I thought that was so funny that that's the rule. That's why they're not in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're not in Reno. But they're in these tiny little towns (laughs) between the two. And 700,000. Like, what makes that the magic number? Yeah. If there's 701,000 people, all of a sudden it's not fit. For a whorehouse? <laughs> and what is the, the town's size? If anything, I feel like in a bigger city, it would be more important. If you have a small city, a small county, yeah, and it's known for having whorehouses, like that's crazy. Well, maybe it's to draw more people to that small town eco- economy. You know what I mean? They're like, Whoa. oh, if we've got a whorehouse here, then yeah. we can have you know the souvenir shop that sells the whorehouse shirts and they get right. a piece of the profit and all this shit. That's the basically the premise of the movie Cars, the Disney movie Cars, <laughs> is a town, Radiator Springs. They had a whorehouse there, car whorehouse. You know, you can't have cars. You can't make a world for children and not think about this stuff. Yeah. Like, where do they shit and piss? They have no hands. How do the car, who makes the cars? Yeah. And, and so do they work on themselves? Right. Like, so are mechanics doctors? Seriously. Is that, I don't understand. Wally. Is more believable. <laughs> yes. Frozen, I feel like, is more believable yeah. than cars. I mean, it's it's talking cars, man. Right. <laughs> who's building them? They're, who's building the houses and laying the roads? Yeah. Are they having sex? Right. How do they make new cars? <laughs> and there's baby cars in the show. Yeah. It do they ever grow? Any goddamn sense. They're man. always a baby. Yeah. They're like Maggie Simpson or something. They're always a baby then. They never grow. Are there any people in the car movies? None. They have eyes, though, and mouths. Yeah. I, I think they eat. I mean, I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen the cars eat. Like, I feel like if you're John Lasseter or the guy that <laughs> runs Pixar, he probably has something on his desk. He's like, these are the 10 rules for cars. Oh, yeah. No mouths. They don't eat. They don't <laughs> shit. You know, this is a kid's movie, and there's probably all these rules that you can't break their brand. Yeah. Like, they probably have a brand book. Well, no, excuse me. Um, I know this new Cars movie is coming out, and you work you work at Crest. So you're going to do this Crest, great. <laughs> Crest, the official toothpaste of Cars the Movie 4. Keep them white. Lightning McQueen. <laughs> and they have all these dumbass rules about, well, you can't put lightning in this position. Yeah. And you can't use our name like this, and there needs to be this much space. Go, give, go, <laughs> fuck you, brands. For thinking that your shit is so precious <laughs> and you need all these rules. Yeah. Who cares about your stupid ass brand? <laughs> Back to cars, though. How ridiculous is fucking cars, man? This is the dumbest <laughs> premise. It's so implausible, cars. <laughs> Radiator Springs, oh, tiny yes. town, brothels, yes. same shit. And so, yeah, and there are 19 of them. I never went to one, and I totally regret that. Me and a couple of buddies stopped at one to take a tour. Yeah. And but we got out of the car and and they're like for some reason there was like three Dobermen roaming the parking lot. Oh my god. So we're like, uh yeah, let's go to the next one. But we never ended up stopping again. That sounds like a something that would only happen at a brothel. <laughs> yeah. Just three Dobermans. Just like roaming the and there's like a bunch of like eighteen wheelers there, you know, in the parking mm-hmm. lot or whatever. And we're like getting out of the car and we walk around an eighteen wheeler and just three fucking Dobermans are like, All right, we don't gotta piss right now. We just Later, Get back in the car. yeah. Why would you want a Doberman? Why yeah. would any person want a Doberman? Because they're scary as fuck. Like, they are they cuddly? Can you even pet and love on one? I mean, I guess it comes down to their disposition, and this is why people love pit bulls and Rottweilers and stuff like that. I yeah. guess it doesn't matter. 
But I just feel like, to me, Dobermans are weird. Their ears and their <laughs> nose and... They just seem, they always seem pissed off. Yeah. Maybe I've watched too many TV well, shows. I, th- I think that's the look people are going for when they get one. But what's going on in your life that you need a dog? <laughs> Can't you just get some cool golden retriever that's Maybe gonna you're laugh trying and smile? to protect some whores, man. All right. You could turn a golden retriever into an attack dog. Yeah. But, but then it, again, you'd see him in the parking lot and you'd be like, what's up, buddy? <laughs> exactly. And you're drunk and you're like, I'm going to yeah. pet this dog and I'm going to go fuck <laughs> some chicks in this brothel. Is that Comet? Do I get to fuck DJ Tanner right now? Nice full house, the dog (laughs) reference there. Thank you, sir. So, fine. Moving on, (laughs) Eddie, from this. um, Brothels. uh, What else are we talking about this story? Anyhow, this is the point of the story. Mm -hmm. She's there, and she's at a whorehouse, and the whorehouse takes 50%. What? Yes. That's their take, their cut. So, you essentially live at the whorehouse. You have, like, your room, I guess. And because what are you doing? You're not like driving to San Francisco. Yeah. Now I do think they do have some women that do that. Like porn stars will go there for the weekend mm-hmm. and they probably tell on Twitter, like, Hey, I'm going to be at the bunny ranch. Mm-hmm. And all of our fans are probably like, Oh my God, I could pay 20 grand to fuck. I don't even know what name of a famous porn star. <laughs> as much porn as I watch, I couldn't tell you. Jameson. Jenna Jameson. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Kylie Iron. What's that one that I like? I forgot her name. I've talked about it on the show before. Yeah, Jenna Jameson. Yeah. Updates you. That means you've been jerking off since the 90s. What can I say, man? You're that old. I couldn't tell you one now. I always think of the one that uh, looks like uh, Sarah Palin. What's her name? I have uh, no idea. Ju- Julianne? Julianne? Janine? No, not, not Janine. That was the one that was on the Blink-182 cover. Oh, Whatever. Okay. Eddie, we're so old. <laughs> We've just been so old, masturbating, man. Um, so they're there. It's 50%. Man. Especially with one of these young girls where the girl's not going to come in there and negotiate and say, like, no, I'm, fuck, man, um, I can't think of one <laughs> porn star that's popular right now. Oh, the, the one that we follow on Snapchat that you told me, Tori Black. Tori Black. Okay. okay. She's got to be somewhat famous, right? I think so. All right. Tori Black goes in there. She's not paying 50. She's probably paying 30 or 20. I don't even know if she's doing this. Yeah. Probably not. She seems like a real classic guy. <laughs> I know she strips and dances a lot. Yeah. Which is kind of funny, too. Like... I feel like when you used to watch porn, how are you ever going to meet a porn star? They seem very accessible now. Yeah. You follow them on Twitter. You can actually go see them, touch them. They can dance for you. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the next level. I wonder like if they, if, cause back in the day, you know, there used to be like vivid pictures yeah. where they have like under contract, you know, a right. bunch of porn actors and actresses. Do they have to do that now? Cause they can make so much money, like just promoting themselves and doing I, I assume, shows and stuff. yeah, I assume they could like produce their own shit. Like if we yeah. can do a podcast, th- they can jerk off or finger themselves in bed, yeah. throw it on the internet and charge people. You're completely right. Like why not just, I mean, maybe that's what amateur stuff is. And maybe there's some men and women that make a killing just being like, they wear like a luchador mask <laughs> and they're jerking off in their bedroom. Yeah. And people love that. Yeah. And they watch it. Yeah. That's like a cottage industry. Somebody could do a great story about that. Like, could you admit it? Like, there's a woman in my neighborhood who I know. People probably think this about me because I work from home. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are working more and more from home these days. But if you work from home and that's your job Mm -hmm. is to be like a cam girl during the day while your kids are at school and you're pulling in like 200 grand. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a job right there. Yeah. Is it 200 grand? Is it 50 grand? Is it 80 grand? I mean, yeah. And how much money? How much money do I have to tell my wife? So she'll wear a mask <laughs> and start pulling in some extra cheese. If we have any cam girls or guys out there, let us know how much you're making. 
Yeah. And send us a link. We'll promote you. I will promote you. Do you have an <laughs> offer code? Save it on your shit. No, because really, yeah, if our wives could pull in anonymously, you know, 10 grand. Yeah. Motherfucker, five grand. <laughs> I mean, if my wife gets nude on the, on the internet, she, I, God bless her. I would like to think she'd make more than five grand. Yeah. 500 grand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that would be great. Yeah. That would be that great. Would be. All right. Let's Do you think look. she'd be into that? If like God, if no. completely anonymous, if something would happen like somehow, some way, I mean, that's like Murphy's law <laughs> and it would come out. And then once you knew that was that person, mm-hmm. you look at, you would go crazy on all the backlog. Yeah. Like if somebody's rep, uh, identity was hidden and then when you find out who they really are, it does that moment like in a movie where it goes, Ooh, and like, it's like a, <laughs> like the move, the camera is like backing up, but the lens is zooming in and it creates that weird, like, I'm so disoriented right now. Like that happens in your real life. And yeah. You think, holy shit, the redheaded mistress was Dan's wife the whole time. <laughs> and then you go on you Google her name and you see all of these weird tweets. Yeah. And you're like, that was Dan's wife the whole time. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a mind fuck. Well, what if she did like a full body like furry outfit? <laughs> oh, geez. So just completely against the green screen. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That might work. Maybe she would do that. Your sound effect, though, that was spot on, man. The boom. You sounded like the guy from Police Academy. Oh, God. Yeah, that's my new thing. <laughs> I'm going to do sounds on the show now. <laughs> that would be so goddamn annoying. <laughs> if there's a podcast, what's that guy's name? Michael Winslow? Yeah, Michael Winslow, yeah. I think he'd probably have a great podcast. Oh, yeah. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. <laughs> but you're right. Cam girls. God bless you. So the, the whorehouse takes 50%. Which is ridiculous. Which is a lot. And so that means she's only going to get 200 grand. Yeah. So we're not talking about 400 grand. And I don't know who these insane people are that are, I mean, this is some Westworld slash medieval shit. Yeah. That you have to pay for a girl's virginity. That is insane. (laughs) Like, I feel like the girl is okay and normal and she's just trying to make a buck. Yeah. The people buying this, (laughs) those are the people that we should be writing newspaper articles about. (laughs) What the fuck happened to them? Yeah. That they have to spend $400,000 to fuck some 20 year old girl to know like what, like, Oh, this is the first dick that's ever been in this girl. (laughs) I mean, she's probably going to suck at having sex and it's probably going to hurt her. Yeah. She's going to be so nervous and you're paying for this. Like what happened in your life, man? What it like, who, what if it's the type of guy that like would buy, you know, a sex trafficker because he was mm-hmm. told that she was pure because right. 400 K, I mean, you can probably, if, if you can afford that and you're not taking out like a loan against your house, right? you can probably afford to buy a high class hooker. Right. Why not just get one of those? Cause you're weird and you have a fetish. Yeah, exactly. Or something. You're right. That to me is almost delegitimizes prostitution as a, a valid thing. Because it, I think it brings weirdos out of the woodwork. Yeah. Like you can't be that rich and that weird and not have some major things. <laughs> like if you were a character in a video game, like those bars <laughs> don't go that high, dog. Like you can't have yeah. wisdom and evilness that high. And so something else is going to give. You're going to go crazy. You, maybe you've got a couple buried in your backyard. Yeah. Or you, you kick, kill a dog every once in a while <laughs> just for fun. You fuck someone for 400 grand, then you go home and you pound some mice with a hammer. I'm sure there's some weirdos out there doing it. That's not what I, I do. It was pretty pretty vivid, man. Boy. Speaking of vivid. Get my mice hammer. Your dad's pissed off. Mice Get my mice hammer, boy. I'm pissed off tonight. Get my burlap sack. No, not the burlap. 
I want a Ziploc baggie tonight. I want to see him. I want to see him. I want to see him tonight, boy. Get my mass hammer and some Ziploc baggies, boy. And 400 grand. Because <laughs> we're going to a brothel after I kill these mice. And so here's the sad part, though. She's going to do it. Mm -hmm. This girl. She's going to, this is true. She's going to do it. She's going to get her money and she's not going to stop. She's going to stay there, continuing doing quote unquote PG 13 stuff. The fuck does that mean? Right. So you're going to pay money. I mean, at this point now, she's had sex. I mean, I give this girl, let's say she has sex on a Monday, mm -hmm. loses her virginity for all this money. Tuesday, she's suicidal. You know, she's probably like, <laughs> What did I do? I'm a whore. I'm a prostitute. I'm in a brothel. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so stupid. I'm on the internet now. I'm the, oh my, and that guy was so creepy. He cut a lock on my hair and he ate it. <laughs> and then he, he, you know, took my toenails. Like, like this girl is going to be a wreck. Okay. Your stories are so detailed. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just just going on a tangent here, Eddie. So you want to, you want to eat her hair <laughs> and then collect her toenails? I mean, so what? That's that's love, dog. So all I'm saying is, her first experience with the height of intimacy is going to be awful and mm -hmm. terrible. And so those next couple of days, she's going to be in a real bad state. It's not like she loses her virginity on Monday and then Tuesday, 9 a.m., the boss is like, "Get up, ladies." <laughs> We got a frat house down there. It's a bachelor party. You know, get them wet, ladies. <laughs> we got a bus downstairs. I'm sure that poor girl is just dying. So, uh, this is supposed to be a holiday show, Eddie. We haven't done any holiday stuff. <laughs> get them wet. Oh, I'm dying. Oh. I, can't. I don't think we ever laughed this hard on the show before. Uh, the fingers thing that you did, you, you guys, a, I'm sorry you couldn't see it, but he did the finger twirl. They just got me. It's a visual, idea, Eddie. So the girl's not doing that. She's not for the cattle call yeah. where they parade them downstairs and they just like pick one. Now, listen. I'm doing this all based on TV. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, this isn't a joke. Like, I really, I was saying I regretted never going to one. <laughs> that was the moral of this story. Mm -hmm. And how you said you took a tour of one. And I feel like, man, at least I could have taken a tour. <laughs> like, maybe I didn't want to, you know, get a disease, which, by the way, they're probably super clean there. Yeah. Those girls, we talked about this. Those girls can't get a disease. No. That's their job. <laughs> so they're super clean. And as if they're going to let you fuck them without a condom. Yeah. So like, exactly. I'm going to let, like, you're a stranger. This is my job. <laughs> Get your uncovered dick out of here, you <laughs> yeah. fucking pervert. Yeah. Now, for 400 grand, though, I mean, there probably is a line. <laughs> I mean, that's what this says. There's a line that this, anyone can cross yeah. for the right amount of money. So, anyhow, the girl doesn't do that. And then, like, the prostitute, like the madam, maybe, or, like, you know, comes into her and she's like, listen, babe, we've all been there. <laughs> you know, the hooker with a heart of gold. She yeah. brings this girl up. And then, what, she gives her a pep talk? To convince her to fuck people for yeah. money like this isn't at the halftime of the high school football game yeah totally and they're giving her like we got to do it we're gonna beat this game <laughs> no she's like giving her a pep talk to stay doing something terrible yeah potentially and she's probably like and you know what you get to pick who you fuck right girl. so you don't gotta fuck those weirdos no girl unless you want to make that money right exactly <laughs> that's where all the money's at you yeah. think these 20 year old guys with their little whiskey dicks <laughs> and you gotta like talk to them and they're crying and they're drunk 
No, that's that's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. When you get the real weirdos, they want to keep your toenails. That's when you start making the real cheese. When I was in high school um, in Vegas, we flew to Reno like a like a bunch of people from my school because our basketball team went to the state championships. Yeah. And these kids that I knew bought their friend, brought their friend to mm-hmm. a whorehouse and bought him a, a blowjob because mm. he'd never like seen a girl's boobs or anything. Yeah. And he was kind of a nerdy kid. And <laughs> he like came back like a renewed man. He was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like a new confidence. And it was yes. like so noticeable. It was hilarious. Because not only did that hooker probably blow him, but when he went in there and he was probably like, eh, I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. She was probably like, baby. I'm gonna take care of you. Like, I, at least I feel like <laughs> that's what I would do. Like, if it was my job, and someone came in and didn't know what they're doing, like, whenever when I'm at work and I can like really like a newbie, like, really help them out or give them expertise, I feel like it's my duty yeah. to sort of like give them something. And so maybe that's what those prostitutes feel like. They could just be like, "All right, come here, pull your pants down." Yeah, I, I got it. It's my turn with words with friends, and I gotta take a shit. So I just I'm gonna suck this dick, and you're gonna get the fuck out of here. And here, actually, you know what? Just take your money back. I'll jerk you off and just leave. You <laughs> yeah. don't want to do this. But then there's other women that are like, all right, baby, I'm, I'm going to leave my mark on you yeah. forever. <laughs> You're always going to remember Queen Jasmine. <laughs> that's my name in the house, Jasmine. Yeah. And so, yeah, you, there's women that do that. And that's what, really, if you're 2021 20, and you're having a real hard time ever having any intimacy with a real lady, I say do that. Yeah. Go sure. spend 100 bucks. Have some person like a hundred bucks. I don't know. That's all it costs. Bucks, Fifty bucks. I assumed it'd be more than that. For even like okay, even if it's not even sex, but like solicit one of these girls to get advice and like <laughs> to see them naked. Yeah, like almost you would like a karate instructor or I don't know a cooking <laughs> class. Me. Right. Be like, listen, I'm really nervous. I don't have a lot of experience. It, can you just sort of like you know they have these like sex teacher pornos. Yeah. Where they just end up fucking. Yeah. And it's like, wow, <laughs> you're a great teacher. Because look how much they learned. Yeah. Like, this, not only is this guy fucking, but his dick is huge. <laughs> and her pubes are perfectly manicured. It's amazing that a girl who has all these sex problems, she learns so fast. Yeah. Um, but those are stupid. But I mean, like, legitimately, there's probably, like, intimacy coaches. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're I'm an sure. intimacy coach. And you, I go to couples' homes and I get them naked. And, <laughs> you know, we throw back a couple shots, maybe. Break out the grapefruit. Get the grapefruit, girl. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And, you know, maybe we uh, we mix it up a little <laughs> bit. And that's like legal prostitution, probably. Yeah. And so you should do that, though. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> you're fine. You get it for free. I get it for free. Um, but you, if you're a youngster, a guy or girl... Mm-hmm. And you just want to help break some ice. I say that's worth the money. Put it on your Christmas list. Yeah. Gift certificate. <laughs> and you'll uh, be good to go. So, yeah. And no man could ever do what this girl is doing. Like, I don't think short of a celebrity, mm-hmm. like maybe someone from One Direction, who every one of those guys is fucking. <laughs> they fucked more girls than. Ugh. Or guys. We don't or know. guys. I mean, they, those people just ran through it. <laughs> I mean, you got to assume that at every celebrity has at least had sex especially guys mm-hmm. probably with what 200 people yeah if you look at their life and especially how long they've been single like a george clooney like that guy's probably had sex with what like 
20,000 women. Probably. I mean, I, if you really did the math and said, all right, this guy's been in Hollywood this long. He's been a millionaire this long. He's been single this long. And you could sort of like draw a map that says like, okay, well, from 2001 to 2003, he was in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So, okay, maybe he only, like, if you just drew a map, <laughs> like a pussy map <laughs> on somebody. You know, I love data. Yes. And just to say like, wow, like, like how. Like a conspiracy, conspiracy theory map. Right, like, like yarn. yarn. <laughs> yeah, like push pins and yarn all over my office wall. My wife walks in and it's all George Clooney and all these push pins and women's faces. Yeah. I mean, it really looks like, yeah, like a usual suspects situation. No, but it, you could figure that out. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's a lot. I mean, like a guy like Wilt Chamberlain. How many women has he said he had sex with? I think like 100,000 or some shit. Like, and people did the math. Yeah. And it was so insane. Yeah. I mean, and he'd be like, no, no, no. I mean, well, a couple of times there was like a ton of people. Like, I think he sort of realized like, you know, back then you could just throw something out there. Yeah. <laughs> and no one's going to Google it. Yeah, exactly. Or there's no internet. I mean, you could get away with a lot of shit back then. Yeah. And think about how many arguments you won back then. To say like, no, no, no. The lyric is uh, revved up like a douche. It's revved <laughs> yeah. up like a douche. That's the lyric, not revved up like a deuce. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, what is a deuce? It's stupid, <laughs> like a poop. It's a douche, douche. And but you could never prove it. Yeah. Like there was a song by Molly Hatchett called Flirting with Disaster. Mm -hmm. And I was trying so hard to find this song. Like my whole life, I heard it on the radio once or twice when I was a kid, mm -hmm. and it was something about the song. Now I hear it and I hate it. It's, it's a garbage <laughs> song. Like, don't Google "Flirting with Disaster" by Molly Hatchet, expecting to hear like a Beatles song or something that's going to change your life. Yeah, it's like a silly song. The guy sings like a Muppet. He's got <laughs> like a singing in a southern band, and he's a dare dare dare. I mean, it's like classic rock. Okay, "Flirting with Disaster" Molly Hatchet. But I just summoned about it, and it almost became a quest of mine to find it. Mm. And then I heard it on the radio one day, and I'm like, say the name of the band, say the name of the band. And then they didn't. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I listened to the radio for like an hour later, and it was like, all right, at the top of the hour, we had Flirting with Disaster from Molly Hatchet. <laughs> and I said, yes, like that's the name of the band. I was so happy. Mm -hmm. And I went back to my dorm room, and I napstered it. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, just to date us. Yes. I napstered it, and I found the MP3. And I was playing it in my dorm room, like rocking out, like this is the best day of my life. That's that's a horrible story. <laughs> I thought it was all right. I don't even know where that came from. What was our thread for that one? Um, Walk me back, Eddie. Uh, not being able to Google shit. Not being able to Google shit. Winning an argument. Um, having sex. <laughs> Something about sex and the prostitution thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever, man. Yeah. It's late. I'm tired. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what else we got going on? Man, the show's almost over. I thought we would do questions this week, but uh, maybe we don't have to. We'll just uh, keep doing real content. There you go. Until the end of time. Actually, no, I'll do one question because there was one question that came up last episode and it'll have some synergy. Okay. Eddie, if I talk about it now. Um, somebody wrote in last week and said something about... Um, me having like a black friend or, or not having any black friends or, or something like that. Or remember that? Uh, yeah. Was, yeah. Or pre people of color, something like that. So I said, of course I'm, you know, I, I don't have a lot because of just my situation and I have lots of black friends mm -hmm. from work and whatever, but it's nobody on my speed dial. No, no one of my favorites list. Mm. And so this person wrote it and said, so besides Eddie, you don't have any friends of color. Okay. Got it. Great. Thank goodness for your token Filipino brother-in-law. <laughs> 
So pause here. Does this person <laughs> understand what a token something means? Like not everyone has a Filipino brother-in-law. <laughs> no, that's just not how it works. Yeah. So, but fine. Yes, I, I do have one. He goes on to say, I also love how you seem to get your panties in a bunch when poised the question of having friends who are not white. Sensitive much? There's nothing wrong with being an ally to a historically disenfranchised group of people, but I find it interesting when a white person says, for example, I support BLM movement, but they haven't attended a rally um, or can't think of the last time they shared a coffee or a beer with a black person. The fact that question made you uncomfortable speaks volumes. Cheers. But if I was uncomfortable, I wouldn't have read the question on the podcast. <laughs> like, I'm not uncomfortable about this at all. Like, I feel like I, I put forth like a genuine, my feelings here about mm. it. I'm not trying to co-op anything. I'm not on Twitter, like writing the movement to gain notoriety. Yeah. Like I, I'm genuinely trying to do what I can in my small little dumb white bubble, <laughs> you know, to help things out. And, and so, yeah, be mad at real racist people. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> and is this a black person or a white person? Um, like I'm trying to figure that out. Like this, is it a minority because they're same per, per people of color and stuff like that? But I just feel like I don't know. For some reason, I, I assume it's a white person. So do I. <laughs> like some white person just mad at me. Yeah. And if it is a black person, so be it. You have that right too. But I just feel like I don't know. That's stupid. <laughs> you can't win, man. I'm sorry. I can't win. I can't win. You're you're a white guy in America. I know. It's, <laughs> it's tough, man. I know. Gosh, pray for me, man. <laughs> when am I going to get my shot? <laughs> You know, when am I going to get my shot here, Eddie? So, all right. Well, no questions this week otherwise. Let's do a real treat. Cool. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, I'm just beating your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie, tell me what's a real treat. All right, Eddie. What is your real treat this week? Oh, my real treat is the new J. Cole album. Oh, yeah? How is it? It's good. I'm digging it. And I like I like J Cole just in general because mm. I, I like his style of rap. How, yes. you know, like like Kendrick Lamar or right. like Logic. There's like actual substance to it. Yeah, the you lyrics know, are great. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like I enjoy a good club banger, of course. But sometimes you need something more out of music. Right. And, you don't want to have junk food all the time. Yeah, and he's like, I mean, he's a super smart guy. Like I think he mm-hmm. graduated high school with like a four point two GPA or something like that, and wow. graduated college on scholarship like magna cum. Come louder, yeah, as, as, as some say. say. Does he make um, his own beats, or is he just write the rhyme? I think a lot of times he does, because I know mm. like he started off like producing shit, and then you no, know, really, um, or at least like early on in his career, he was into producing stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy him as a as a rapper. That's the way to do it. Like, you get to get your foot in the door. You start making a beat, yeah. and the right person hears that beat. Like, how many times have you been in the car and thought, man, I could make this beat? Yeah. <laughs> Like, what if I made a beat and I sent it into Eminem yeah. and he loved it and he put it on a compact disc? <laughs> like, I, I, I'm stupid enough to think sometimes when I hear a beat, like, oh, man, I can make that beat. Because <laughs> there was a moment in my college career where I felt like I made beats. Yeah. And I made beats and my roommates at the time rapped over them who listened to the show. Oh, OK. Will and Eric, who I lost to in fantasy this week. I oh. lost to Eric. Willie lost to... Um, I don't have any other updates. I, I lost. Eddie and I had buys yeah. in the first league, so we didn't play. Um, so you were in the loser bracket, or mm. I think maybe you won or lost. You probably didn't care. I think I lost. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. At this point, when you're in the loser bracket, you just sort of skate through. I lost in the other one mm. to, to Eric. So Disappointing. Now uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> I like J. Cole's other album a lot, too. Do you feel like he suffered at all from a sophomore jinx or a slump because it's so hard to do that number two sometimes no i i mean i don't i don't think so 
Like, I think there's a lot of good songs on there. Like that. Have you heard False Prophets where he talks about Kanye? No. Talking about like idolizing him and then mm-hmm. realizing like what he really stands for and shit like that. Right. But yeah, I, I, I like the album. Kanye West is such an enigma. There's no one else that's a celebrity that's like him. Yeah. Where he's so insane. Like, I think he is, he obviously has like stress issues and mm-hmm. he's had trauma in his life with his mom dying and, and all that stuff. And it was he had a car accident. Like he almost died himself. Yeah. Like there's a lot of pain, I think in that guy's life. And then he marries the most famous woman on earth mm-hmm. and then their, their relationship is weird. Now he's with Trump and doing <laughs> this and saying he wants to run for president, which now doesn't sound that crazy. <laughs> like, you know, women would have felt like I can be president mm-hmm. if Clinton is president. Now I think anyone thinks I can be president now. <laughs> like legit. Donald Trump had zero political experience. Yeah. So anyone could conceivably be president. I'll give him that. <laughs> I will give Trump that. Maybe he's inspiring people to say, I don't even have to be a mayor first and then a congressperson, then a senator and have to bust my ass. Maybe I'm secretary of state and then finally I can be president. Yeah. This motherfucker went from zero to hero. Well, I don't I don't think you can necessarily necessarily say anyone can be president because he right. was a super rich white guy. Right. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. I mean, yeah. I right. mean he's, he had some advantages, I think. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, fine. Fine. I'll give him that. He did have a little advantage. Well, J. Cole. J. Cole. That's the point. And Kanye West is, and J. Cole, I just feel like, is an artist. He makes music. Mm. He's cool. Like, a guy like Kanye West, it's so hard to separate him because then he also does make great music. Mm. I mean, that tour he just did, like, his stage, yeah. that was like a floating spaceship stage around the the thing. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> no one else out there is doing stuff as cool and putting themselves out there like an artist, but he's still so easy to hate. Yeah. And all these people that hate him because he's black and he's successful and he's a rapper. Now, those kind of people that hate folks like that, mm-hmm. they love Trump. Like I hate <laughs> to, you know, generalize here. Yeah. So now what are they supposed to think? They're having their boom <laughs> movement where they're like I don't know what to think. I hate him because he's a black guy, but he's with Trump and he's with that Kim Kardashian who's like garbage. You know, these people also hate yeah. Kim Kardashian. How are you going to hate Kim Kardashian? Whoa. <laughs> My hands are all over the place. I just punched the mic. How are you going to hate Kim Kardashian but like Donald Trump? Yeah. They're the same person essentially when it comes to fame. I feel like the people that like Donald Trump would count that as a win. Because they're like the same people who post things on Facebook like, look at this black cop talking how black or uh, cops matter too, you know? And right. they're like, see, even even black cops know that. And it's like, exactly. okay, because you found a black guy saying, uh, approving of your point, right. that makes it okay? Exactly. Yeah. Like as if Kanye West being a black guy liking Trump makes it seem like, you know, like black people like Trump. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, where was he during the election? You know, Were was, you Obama when you... <laughs> That, that Black was, people like Where him. was he? Black people like him. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have a good Obama, <laughs> clearly. Uh, but yeah, he's an interesting guy. Back in the news, doing what he does best. Yeah. And he couldn't just come back in the news. He had to dye his hair. Like yeah. I, I'm glad that we're talking about that and not like Aleppo or something like, awful. <laughs> All right. Great real treat. Yes. Jay Cole. Check him out. I have a couple media treats as well. And I figured real treats that are things to do like this, it's good for the break coming up Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna have some free time gosh i hope so even if you are in retail i hope everybody gets to have a break i mean we're getting a break from the show and just like any job i'm excited to have a break even though this show has been a real humdinger (laughs) really going out in style but i think it's great for you and i to have a couple weeks to recharge our batteries i hope everyone else does too Mm -hmm. and to me the best part about having a break like this is video games 
Yeah. Love some video games in a time like this where you could really get into one where you're able to play it like every single day. Yeah. And I think once you have a job, you have kids. I know this might sound crazy if you're in college or younger, but it's hard to play video games every day for like two hours at a time. Yeah. Like that's a luxury that most grown folks with a job and children just can't do. <laughs> and if you are and your kids are just like floating around your house while you're on your Xbox all afternoon, mm-hmm. buddy, I hate to tell you, but you can't. come on, man. <laughs> So you know in your heart of hearts that you should not be playing Xbox yeah. while your kids are doing homework. And I know you worked hard all day. Yeah. <laughs> I know you worked hard all day, but come on, be with your kids, man. Yeah. They're going to be out of your house before you know it, and you're going to regret it so much yeah. that you played Call of Duty instead of – and you can't play with your kids unless if they're young. Like, I wouldn't play um, Call of Duty with my kids. No. But then, I don't know. I, I love playing video games with my kids. I adore it. But anytime we do something outside – it's so much more fun (laughs) and they really remember it like even video game memories like i can think of so many video game memories i have that i cherish Mm -hmm. because they were fun and great but even the best video game memory and my best accomplishment ever is beating this game spelunky the hard way (laughs) which means nothing to anybody but i beat spelunky the hard way okay i went to hell and i beat spelunky (laughs) the hard way and my kids cheered and we went out to pizza (laughs) and that was like the pinnacle of my video gaming that's not as fun as the other day when I just like played football with my kids. This sounds so corny right now. <laughs> After school special dad. Yes. Right here. But it's true. Stop playing video games. Unless it's a vacation thing. <laughs> and that's what I'm looking forward to. Motherfucker. So not only I finally broke down and I bought my kids an Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And I feel really proud that I waited this long. Because it was much cheaper, mm-hmm. way cheaper. I got like the Minecraft bundle from Costco for like two twenty. Oh, you wow. know I had to get it from Costco. <laughs> and I like to say like, well, and if it breaks, I can just bring it back. That's everyone says it. I can just bring it back. Yeah. It's Costco. <laughs> you don't need, just fucking bring it back. You don't even need a receipt because it's in the computer, which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I wish all grocery stores remembered everything, and they should be able to with like credit cards, but Costco, it's tied to your membership name. Think about all that data. Yeah. And I feel like Costco has all that data, but they don't mine it as viciously as they could. Like Costco knows I spend X amount on dairy, so they could be sending me dairy coupons mm-hmm. or booze coupons, but they really don't do that. And they, they probably could if they, or maybe they're selling it, I wonder. I mean, they're probably making so much money already. But I bet you they're crunching it to know like no one's buying this why yeah get rid of it someone's buying this like why maybe is it too cheap is it too much money like i bet they are there's like genius brainiacs in the back rooms crunching that shit anyways fucking costco (laughs) i bought xbox one so i'm excited and good friend of the show nick made us like an xbox club oh okay so i think if you have xbox one or i think you have to be on xbox one and search sip show Nice. You'll find us. And I don't even know what a club is because I just got it. But I think it's like a group or like a... That's the definition of a club, yes. It's it's a group with a common interest. (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't know what you do if they're just... When you get online, you know, because you have friends. Mm -hmm. I don't know how a club necessarily differs. Maybe it's like a chat room. Okay. And we can all chat. But do that. I'm looking forward to that. But the game that I'm really playing a lot of now on my phone, it's called SteamWorld Heist. Okay. And it was like five bucks, which might as well be five thousand. <laughs> I mean, five dollars yeah. for an iPhone game, which is just the pinnacle of insanity. Because I'll go buy a five dollar coffee <laughs> that I enjoy for an hour, and then I piss it out. <laughs> but God forbid I spend five dollars on something that you know ten people poured three, four, five months of their life into. Yeah, that's not worth five dollars. <laughs> 
But the barista in this coffee, that's five bucks. Oh yeah. Or a beer. God, think about how much money we've wasted on alcohol oh, man. in a bar when you would never in your life spend $15 for a shot. Yeah. But you're like, oh, yeah, man, <laughs> give me three of those. And then you always regret it. Yeah. Always. Anyways, <laughs> Eddie, SteamWorld Heist. It's worth $5. If I could describe it, it's turn-based. So it's almost like an XCOM, but it's a side-scrolling. So oh, okay. it's only 2D, and you kind of have like a little bit of peggle going on too, you know, okay. peggle, yeah. where you're like bouncing bullets. Mm -hmm. And so you play as like a robot. The music is awesome. The graphics are super cool, and it's like there's no in-app purchases. Oh, that's you cool. You spend five bucks, and that's it. That's the funny other thing is so many games trick you into being free, and then you end up spending 30, 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. I mean, think about how much money people spent on Clash of Clans. Oh, yeah. And what's the Candy Crush? <laughs> I mean, if I've, up until then, the most you'd ever spend in a game was $50, $60, and now people are spending hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of dollars on one game. It's crazy. What was the first in-app purchase game that completely just that changed everything? Oh man, I wonder what. Maybe it was Farmville. I mean, that's that probably. That Did that have right. in? I didn't play Farmville. I didn't either. But I presume that to make your shit, you could probably spend money. And was that Zynga? Is that why that company was made so much money and then like maybe? plummeted? Whatever, because kind of like podcasting, it's easy to make games these days because mm. of Steam. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, so it's called Steam World Heist. I think it is on Steam. So if you do, if you have an iOS or Android or a PC or a Mac, it's super fun. There's no in-app purchases, and so it's been so long since I played a game like this on my phone, where it has like the the video game curve to it, mm -hmm. where it starts off and you're bewildered, like I don't know, man, <laughs> I don't understand the controls and this user interface. Whoa, what is that? Yeah. And it's before, and it's still so fresh, mm -hmm. and it's impossible to get that feeling back. Oh like yeah, that's the that's almost the height of the video game. <laughs> like the first two three hours you play with it, especially if it's a good game that like grips you. Mm -hmm. I mean, that might be the best high you get, even when you fight the boss. Because then you, at the end of the game, you're usually so overpowered that you're like, oh, oh god, this is the boss <laughs> mission. Okay, Bing Bing Bang, you're dead. Yeah. Um, especially if it's a game where you level up, because if the way I play those games is in the middle. I almost play them too much and grind too much. I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> to where, like, Fallout's a good example of yeah. this, too, where you get so overpowered because you're doing all these side quests that by the time you get back on the main quest, you're a, a god. Yeah. And I hate when I play games like that because a lot of times you get burned out, too. Mm. So now when I play, like, I'm even playing games on easy difficulty, which as a gamer, that really hurts. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm pussying out yeah by playing these games on easy but i don't want to die <laughs> i just dying doesn't have to be a part of the game yeah like i just want to keep playing man yeah and every once in a while and see the nice thing about steam world heist though is you can change the difficulty at any time so if you get on okay. a level that's really hard you're just like ah oh, fuck it mm -hmm. i'm gonna go down to casual difficulty breeze through it and then i'll move back up so it's hard because sometimes maybe that level is in is hard because the game developers planned it poorly yeah i mean they're only human yeah like, there's plenty of games that glitch out non-stop and have <laughs> terrible bugs and maybe a level is way harder than it needs to be mm. throw that shit down to casual breeze through it and then move on to another video game pro tips pro tip <laughs> for all the video gamers out there <clears throat> steam world heist the other thing i wanted to say is westworld yeah 
Man, and it's 10 episodes, so I I think rather smartly, and I have to give my wife credit for this, it was really difficult to avoid spoilers. Mm -hmm. So I didn't watch any episodes of Westworld until it was done. Mm -hmm. Or it was actually more like the the ninth episode or something. Either way, I let a huge buildup, big old wad, (laughs) Westworld wad, was building up in my queue. Okay. I blasted it all over my face. neck and chest no so i did that and i sort of like netflixed it like i forced the netflixing on yeah. it but you got to be careful because shows like that they're meant to be delivered week by week mm-hmm. it's not like i think when you're writing a netflix show you were almost writing them in chunks like you just go boom 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 like there's a total different pacing there's the previously on mm-hmm. the next time on like that like up and down feels good with an hbo show mm-hmm. and to cram it into a few weeks and to know there's another one sitting there it's a much different way to watch these shows yeah definitely still good yeah but man avoiding spoilers especially because i'm on twitter so much was not easy but i will say this i did find out some key spoilers Mm -hmm. and i wasn't that mad about it though because what i'm not gonna watch it again Mm. like i'm all i do is talk about how little free time that you and I have. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to watch Westworld again now. <laughs> I just watched it, man. Yeah. I got video games to play. <laughs> I got just so many other shows. Mm-hmm. So I'm moving on to something else. So knowing the spoilers and where I found them out, like right in the middle, it kind of made me watch the rest of the season with those eyes. Mm-hmm. And which is, would be really fun because some of the spoilers are so big. You want to go back and watch the whole, yeah. the whole goddamn show. So don't be mad. Um, save it up. If you hear a spoiler about someone dying or something changing for any show, yeah. I'm saying it's not the end of the world. It's worth doing sometimes. Yeah. And me personally, like I like spoilers. Yeah. Why not? Cause I'm like, Oh, okay. Shit. That's awesome. I wonder how they're going to get to that point. You right. Know what I mean? And that's, that's what's interesting for me. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mind a spoiler personally. There's this total bias though. I feel like, tell me if you do this where when you do know the spoiler, you're all, Yeah. <laughs> I probably would have got that. Yeah. And then when it happens, you're all, of course. <laughs> have you ever known a spoiler and said to your wife, man, I bet you uh, Curly did it. You know, the the villain Curly. Yeah. But she's like, what? No way. You're all, yeah. Yeah, Curly did it. Never done that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't. I, I In that regard, I, I don't. It's not easy to impress my wife mm-hmm. with my knowledge of TV. She's very easy impress she doesn't know one actor's name yeah so i'm always just like oh yeah it's james marsden yeah who (laughs) yeah james marsden that was the same with my wife i mean james marsden isn't you know tom cruise no but i still i couldn't tell you any other james marsden movies like 90s slasher movies he was in a movie i think it's called enchanted with amy adams oh okay um and that's where kristen knew him from i was like remember that one movie where he was like a prince charming guy okay that's exactly who he is yeah and that's what he plays in Westworld. It's like the perfect cowboy. Yeah. Watch Westworld. It's, I think, the best show I've seen in a long time. It pressed every button in me, like the geek, yeah. sci-fi, Western, action. There's love story in it. Like, it really, it's, it's a mystery. Mm-hmm. It's super mysterious. I mean, it's a lot like Lost in that you don't know what's real. You know, who's a robot? What are robots? Do robots have feelings? Do robots dream? Do robots have memories? Like, And this is all real stuff that... Robots are coming, probably not in our lifetime. Certainly not like those robots. You don't think in our lifetime? In our lifetime, I don't think so. I think I think a crude version of that might come in our lifetime. I think we have already seen something. Like right now, all you see are those like bot and dolly, like weird animals. 
yeah. that they like kick them and they don't fall down. Like that's the big thing the robots do. They can walk through terrain, yeah. but they're not thinking and but feeling. There's a, I, I think I talked about this on the show like way back, but the, one of the founders of like XM radio. Oh, right. Or, she made a robot to talk to or something. Yeah. It was like, she uploaded like an algorithm based on her wife mm-hmm. and like it, it aggregated all of her posts on the internet and now she can have a conversation with right, like a interface. chat bot. Yeah. But it's like it, you know, it has her wife's personality, quote right. unquote, however much that could be, you know. Right. But, but it's not a role. Okay. AI like that is here. Yeah. Like chatbots. I mean, if you haven't heard the word chatbot yet, get used to it. Because mm. chatbots are going to do to customer service and any automated thing to like what Uber did for cab driving. Yeah. Like the notion of having to call someone. And I know it, it seems like good to want to talk to someone on the phone, but all that stuff's going to change and it's going to be chatbots. The, the entire internet. Facebook is going to turn into one long chat bot. What about like. phone sex operators, man? It, exactly. What about them? No one's thought about God. them. Fuck but, retail workers. What about phone right. sex workers? Right. Don't worry about the guy at Blockbuster Video <laughs> or Sports Authority that lost their job. What about the phone sex? People? Man. But they don't know stuff like eat my toenails. <laughs> what are you into eating toenails? <laughs> You dirty boy. No, eating ponytails and, and taking the toenails. Right, that's right. That's, that's right. They eat is. the hair, take home a souvenir of the toenails. No, so they don't know anything about that. But Westworld, it's great. Yes. And the music is, is I feel like the music is like a, another character on the show. Mm-hmm. And it's one of these shows, too, where it really, really smartly, like the show is really intense and pretty cerebral. And things fly over my head. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times the music kicks in. And you think, okay, yeah, something's happening right now. Like I should pay attention. It's like a teacher saying, "This is going to be on the test." Yeah, you're like, okay, something's happened. The music just changed. <laughs> and a lot of times, like in Walking Dead or shows like that, they repeat what happened. Like, well, Daryl took the key. Did you see that? <laughs> like in this show, it was way more subtle than yeah. that. But the music was great. It's just a fantastic show, Westworld. I'm not the first guy to tell you, but if you've been holding out, watch it. Definitely watch it good show all right well that's it buddy Mm -hmm. so next week clip show week after that no show and then yeah once january comes back i guess that first week of january we'll be back nice 2017 sounds good it's been a great year huge thanks to everybody you know the show i'm enjoying it more and more we're getting more and more popular the fans are so great everyone's sending us notes like it, it means a lot yeah definitely you know we have a lot to be thankful for and it's it's awesome that everyone sticks around and has a good time too so thank you thank from you the bottom guys. of our heart yes so for this week too at the end of the show amanda hug and kiss getting lots of props here yeah i feel like i was telling i was talking to somebody who listened to the show i don't remember who but they said they're convinced that amanda hug and kiss knows me in real life Okay. Like, why else would this person want to be anonymous? <laughs> Have I talked about this? Or did I talk about you with this in person? No. Maybe no, not. I, don't, I don't think you've talked about this. But what does this person have to lose by telling me who they are? Yeah. You know, like Nick and all these other guys who are, like, I'm friends with on Facebook now, mm-hmm. and I see them on Twitter, like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to come kill them, or <laughs> they're not going to lose their job. But, like, what is it about this person? And, and, and maybe they're right. Maybe it's somebody that knows me. And would either be ashamed that they're helping me out Mm -hmm. or embarrassed or I don't know. Maybe it's my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe they don't want you to know that they listen to the show. Right. Yeah, I don't know. And I've asked Amanda and he's never answered. He always avoids the question. And I don't care. I mean, 
I'm so thankful for the work he does for the show and, and all these fun sifstery clips. So yeah. I don't want to push you, bud. Hey, <laughs> hands off. Do your thing, man. You want to be anonymous? <laughs> Stay that way, buddy boy. And so, yeah, anyone else can be anonymous too. Savefortheshow.com slash contact. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And this week, yeah, so what Amanda put together was... I was going into the, the script right there. I was about to end the show. Um, Amanda, the sifstery this week is in episode 69. It was the sex show okay. that we did. 69, man. That was so long ago. Um, but episode 69, like a couple of real clever lads, we made that a sex show. And I think people sent us in sex questions. Okay. We talked about sex. So old. Um, but yeah, that's what the show's about. That's what the clip is from. And the song is by Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And the, t- the title is This Old Dog Has New Tricks. Okay. So that's that. So thank you again, Amanda. And that's it. So this has been episode 221 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. Oh, this is a real question. How many times have you let your dog lick peanut butter off your dick? Uh, well, I have two dogs. Right. So do so. the math. Uh, peanut butter on my dick, peanut butter in my butthole, obviously. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but never. <laughs> no. What the fuck? I know that's from that that movie. Uh, was it Road Trip? Oh, something. There was something. Happened he's like, uh, he's like, it's not cheating if you let your dog lick peanut butter off your balls because oh. it's your dog. Yeah. I think that's that's where it's from. Can I be honest with you? <laughs> <laughs> that's I've said that way too much. <laughs> I'm always honest on the show. When I was in, I don't know. <laughs> elementary school <laughs> well hold on listen when i was in elementary school i remember all these guys at school were saying they, they were talking about that too okay you know, like oh you should do that you should it's amazing or something i don't remember <laughs> anyways i remember going home and thinking like all right i'm gonna let my dog lick my balls <laughs> i'm serious okay <laughs> i don't know why and I wasn't even like sexually active. I hadn't done anything. This is probably the same phase when I when I fucked the couch. <laughs> oh my god, my mom and sister are gonna die <laughs> right now. They're like, which dog did you violate and you know, take rape. away her innocence? It was a girl dog. <laughs> so there's that. It was this dog I had named Taffy. <laughs> And she how old at, was this dog? I don't know. She was definitely not underage. Okay. She liked it one time, and it felt terrible and awful, and I felt so, almost as ashamed as I feel right now. <laughs> I felt so stupid. So, uh, how do you I was even so embarrassed. go about, like, are you just like, come here, girl, I, I and just, just took your dick out, or did you put peanut butter on it? No, I didn't like... put anything on it. I just kind of like, she was a licky dog. She licked anything. <laughs> okay. So I just put him out there, and she just went like, zip, one lick, and I was like, no, no, what am I doing? This is insane. It, it, a dog's tongue is like sandpaper, too. I know, it's like, awful. <laughs> yeah, it was the stupidest thing I've ever done. That's, okay, well. It's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed go. right now. <laughs> ah, who cares? Did you tell anyone at school, we were like, hey guys, I tried it, and no. not, that, not that fun. Because I felt so ashamed of it. Like, I felt like so <laughs> depraved, like that I really thought to do that. And then what was the end game? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like, I wasn't into my dog. It was really just sort of a means to an end. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't like think the couch was sexy when i thought to you know enter it it's just something it different just a thing right just being a kid kids being kids yeah 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 all right um, let's move on. 
This old dog has new tricks, new tricks, new tricks. This old dog has new tricks. I'll believe it when I'm gone. When I come to Tennessee, bad things always happen to me. Extreme weather, extreme pain. When I leave, everything's changed. This old dog has new tricks, new tricks, new tricks. This old dog has new tricks. I believe it when I'm gone. I can't fantasize about the things to come. That old bell has done been wrong. He ain't going again. Just one day, another one, another year has been sung. This old dog has new tricks, new tricks, new tricks. This old dog has new tricks. I believe it when I'm gone. This old dog has new tricks, new tricks, new tricks. This old dog has new tricks. I believe it when I'm gone. Yeah. Never sucked a man's dick. <laughs> Not to completion.